This is Self-Care You with Scott. And today on the show, we sit down with mental health, diversity, inclusion, and healthy living ambassador, Tyshawn Carter Newman. For all my Big Brother fans, you'll remember Tyshawn winning Big Brother Canada Season 9. This was a monumental win as Tyshawn was crowned the first black winner of this series. Tyshawn's life work is to make a positive difference in the world through community building as an urban planner, a basketball coach, and a youth program director. When you check out my guy Tyshawn's Instagram, at TyshawnXCarter, you will see there is a long list of things that he is passionate about. He played basketball at McGill and Laurentian, strongly dedicated to living a healthy lifestyle, an advocate for mental health awareness, and a social media model slash icon. Today we have a conversation with a shining light in our community. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with Big Brother Canada winner and positive community leader Tyshawn Carter Newman. What's good, everyone? Thanks for sticking around for another episode of the Self Care You podcast. You know, there are many people across Canada that are fans of Big Brother Canada, been in their house, watch the show, and they'll definitely remember this moment. Tishon, congratulations, Tishon! You have won season nine of Big Brother Canada. So today we level up the show with Big Brother Canada winner, Tyshawn Carter Newman. Let's get right into it. So today we have the opportunity to sit down with Big Brother Canada winner Tyshawn Carter Newman. Tyshawn, how you doing, my man? I'm good. How are you, my guy? I'm really good. You know, why don't you take the moment to let our listeners know who you are, where you're from, and what you're all about? So my name is Tyshawn. I'm from I'm from a lot of places. It's, it's difficult okay. to define. Everyone's like, are you from Montreal? Are you from Toronto? So I was born in Montreal, grew up most of my life in Toronto. And then I went back to school in Montreal and in Sudbury. And then I worked in Edmonton for a bit as well. So I have kind of, I'm a Canadian, just put it that way. And I was on Big Brother Canada, like I was a champ this year. And before that I was an urban planner. So I transitioned from, you know, being a, having a corporate job as an urban planner into Big Brother and then into this whole new world of being a content creator, speaker, and YouTuber. Like it's just, a, it's a different world right now for me. So that's, that's kind of my background. Yeah, you got a lot going on. You know, you align with a lot of the things that self-care use about really mental health at the forefront. You know, we're one of those that like to speak about the stigma and help males uh, step away from that stigma. I'm really interested if we can just kick off and get right into your experiences with Big Brother Canada season nine. You know, how was it for you? Oh, listen, it was a life changing experience. Like I can't, it's hard to even put into words what that experience was like. What I'll say is it's, it, I wasn't a fan of the show prior to it. Prior to going on, I didn't watch it the whole time. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into. What I did know is that it was an opportunity. It was something different. And I'm really big on, on new experiences. But when you try something new, there's that fear you have. You don't know what to expect. Imagine right, yeah. going in front of the country all day, 24-7, everybody judging your every interaction, how you're portrayed. You have no control over that. Like it's mentally, it's like a, it's scary. I can imagine like immediately I started thinking about, okay, I used to watch it. And then when you and I started chatting, I started thinking to myself like, man, what was that experience really be like? And I'm the type of person that has to get out. You know, I, we've talked about coach basketball. We both align in that Avenue and I'm out of the house 
all the time. I feel like if I was stuck in the house for that long, it would be difficult for me. There'd be some anxieties that I would definitely develop. Did you experience something along those lines or? 100%. Like for me, it's, I'm such a big family person. And, uh, and when I, when I say family, it's my family, my friend. I love spending time with them, talking to them all the time. So just being in that house, I didn't have anybody that I could trust to vent to or trust to run my decisions by. Because when I, when I'm in the real world, I'll call my mom, my dad, my grandparents, literally my friends, anything to talk about anything with them. And being in this house, like you can't have your phone. You can't read, can't write. You can't do any of the things that we're just so accustomed to doing, let alone even going outside. So it's like, I was, yeah, I was anxious. I was scared but in the first weeks I wanted to leave. I was like, I hope I get evicted. And that's <laughs> what I, that was one of my first thoughts. Like, get me out of here. How do I get evicted? I imagine it would just be like, you know, I'm here and I'm going through this routine, but I have so much involvement from or input from my inner circle that is completely gone now. It's not anywhere even near you. So I'd imagine it was just like, you know, I, I know for myself, you know, am I doing it right? Am I not doing it right? I like to hear from somebody to be like, yeah, you're on the right path. But sometimes you just struggle. And then you don't know what the unknown is. Obviously, you you know, you obviously have the right unknown of winning, but, there, you know, you continuously trying to find that path line. It doesn't seem like you're this type of guy, but, you know, you're a historic big brother winner. Uh, let me boost you up a little bit. If you don't know, my guy Tyshawn is the first black individual to win this show. And, you know, with everything that's going on, I think it's perfect timing, right? Would you say that this is just the, the best way to kick it out for you? I think it was perfect timing. Like, I think it was completely, it was about time that something like this happened. Like, we're living in a world where we're seeing people being killed by the police. We're seeing Black people being looked at in a negative light for a long time. And even on reality TV, there's, there's, it's been years since... It, it, we've never won in Big Brother Canada. And when we see Black people on television, a lot of time, they're not always portrayed in a, in a positive light. So with this happening, I think it was consistent with the direction we see media moving in and the direction we see the world moving in where we're seeing more inclusivity. And I think that was powerful. And it was, I thought, even though it's, it's a reality TV show, I think it's, it's powerful for, for young kids to see a Black educated man speaking out on things that are important and more importantly, seeing success on TV. Our country is about diversity. That's what it's about. And if you live in Canada, you know that you'll have friends from all different ethnicities. It doesn't matter. You know, you got to learn that it's okay to have other people succeed and have your friends succeed. You know, you're a shining light. I've told you this before. I think you're a big mental health ambassador and we're lucky in our community to have you. I was hoping to switch the conversation a little bit to basketball. I'm a basketball coach and I really, you know, wanted to hear about your career playing university ball and coaching a little bit. What does basketball mean to you? I think basketball to me was, I think it was the foundation of a lot of the relationships in my life. When I think about like what basketball has done for me, basketball is why I have some of the best friends that I have. Basketball is why I went to university. Basketball is ultimately probably why I ended up on, even on Big Brother. And it's, it's a lot related to a lot of success I've seen in my life. It taught me my leadership skills, my communication skills, how to set goals, how to stay motivated, how to be consistent. It was everything to me. So from high school, I mean, when I look back at it, I, there's always more you think you could have done. So in high school, right. I'm like, wow. I could have taken this more seriously. Like I could have been shooting in the gym every morning, making my 500 shots, but I didn't understand what it took at that time to go to the NBA or, 
or be a division one player for certain. But after high school, I was a good player in high school and I got a lot of Canadian offers, but not the American ones, which I wanted, which, which was fine. And then I ended up choosing Laurentian University. I got a good scholarship there. It was a French speaking school. So I went up there, played four years. Um, in my last couple of years, I was an academic all Canadian. And then my last year, I was an OUA All-Star. And it kind of just spoke when I got there, I was good, but I wasn't a polished scorer. I wasn't anything like I played good. I was an athlete. I played good defense, but I wasn't a scorer yet. And as the years went on, I really consistently developed my game every single year. So after I was down at Laurentian, I had a year left. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me play during one year of my master's. So I went to McGill, a program where there was a lot of success already. And that was... I, we experienced we experienced success there my year. We won provincials and then we went to national, and then I had the most heartbreaking loss in my life <laughs> at national. We all have we all have one of those. You know, I was coaching this weekend, standing in a gym in Coburg, Coburg yeah. West, and that's where um, you know I had been with my team and won a championship there, and hadn't been back to that gym in a really long time. Now it's like a, a private school academy, but I just had to take a moment while being in that gym just to kind of remember some of those moments, but they stick with you forever, right? It doesn't matter where you are, whether it's the losses or, or the wins, whatever it may be, you know, is there something that you would give a young player as advice that's, you know, trying to work really hard right now, maybe in the OBA or is playing, you know, prep school or something that, maybe they haven't figured out yet, like something that helped you that was successful for you to get to the next level? I think when I think about what helped me get to the next level, it was really about, it was goal setting where you really have to know where you want to go and be specific and intentional about where that is. And why I don't think um, I necessarily went where I, I still experienced success, but maybe not where I wanted to go because I wasn't specific about where I wanted. I want to go to division one, but I didn't write it down. I didn't write down what it would take. I didn't have a plan. And I think it's not just setting goals, but having a plan. So if I was to speak to someone young, I'd be like, listen, set goals, but have a plan. How will you get there? And how will you measure whether or not you're on track to get there? And that's my regret. I had goals, but I didn't have plans. There it is. Setting goals, plans, it all works together. You know, I'm really interested in this. It's a powerful conversation when males are in it to talk about mental health i want to hear what mental health means to you how important it is in your life uh i think mental health is is, is very important in my life and it's important because i feel like a lot of the relationships in my life have been strained uh because and in the past because i wasn't open about mental health. I wasn't open about my feelings, my emotions. I wasn't able to be honest with myself. Right. And I think we're at a point now where because I have a platform, I think it's really important for me to share the realities of life with people. We're in an age where social media can affect us in a positive way, but it can also affect us in a negative way. And I noticed with myself, I had my own struggles with social media. And there was times I found myself anxious or depressed because I didn't think my life was going on the path it needed to be. And I was scared about what would happen in the future. And I think I'm not an expert on mental health by any means. I'm not a counselor. But I do know that by sharing my struggles and sharing some of my strategies and coping and, and dealing with the struggles that I have, 
I think I'm, I'm empowering people. Because at the end of the day, there's some people that have come to me and been like, you know what, mental health is just, it's all in your head. People just got to go out and do things. I'm like, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not making excuses for people and saying, you don't got to go out and try to achieve your goals. What I'm saying is there are going to be struggles. There are going to be obstacles along the way, and that's okay. And those, those, those obstacles could be internal in your head. But there are ways in which we can deal with that. There are methods and techniques that can help us get out of our own ways to achieve what we want to achieve. Yeah, I think that's awesome because, you know, that's the premise of self-care you. It's about building, you know, positivity and making sure that we're kind to individuals so that we are, you know, helping individuals understand that you may be having a bad day, but there's someone that cares. There's an open ear, whatever it may be. And it's important for males, too. There's a stigma around, you know, you said it, which is like, just just get at it. Like, just get to work. Don't even worry about it. Like, it's, you, you just sweat it out. Like, this is one of those things where, like, you think anxiety or a panic attack could be conquered by going for a run. Like, things like that. And I think it's important to talk about the stigmas that we go through. You know, I know for myself, I battle a lot of stuff. But I, the social media thing that you just mentioned really resonates with me. On our Instagram page, we put the nice and clear there. that We don't, we don't chase likes. We don't chase follows we are wide open for everyone to get good content so it can hopefully help them and then create that ripple effect. I think with you having conversations and being able to have males chat out of the open so that they feel comfortable and positive is pretty awesome. Now I'm interested if you had somebody that was, you know, a youngster in front of you struggling with some of their mental health or some of their mental illnesses, what would be some advice that you would give them? Um, the advice I would give is like, we, we all have our struggles. So for sure, I'll say like, and my thing is too, is I try to tell stories about snowboarding, right? Even like right now, the struggle I'm going on, I'm going from having a job and it may not relate to the kid, but like, I'm going, I'm going from having a job to a career where I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how much money I'm going to make. I don't even know if I'm on the right path for certain. And I have to find ways to, to help myself keep going. Right. And that can happen with teenagers. Teenagers are, you know, you're in a place where you're comparing yourself to other kids a lot of times. You know what I mean? You're on social media and it's hard to process all the things that you're seeing because you're still young. Right. And, and looking at a looking at a teenager, I would tell them there are. I mean, it's specific to the teenager, but it's like there, there yeah. are there's there's meditation, there's positive self-talk, there's writing your goals down, there's journaling. Those to me are, are some of the ways that I help deal with the things that I'm dealing with is that I have to remind myself that whatever goal I have or whatever I'm trying to do in my life, I have to every day put in that inner work to help me get through each day. Yeah. Right. Because it's like a lot of times we have doubts in ourselves and that comes from our mind. Our mind wants to keep us comfortable, wants to keep us in what we're doing, wants to tell us that, you know, there's something scary out there and we don't know what's going to happen. But in order to keep going on your path, there are different techniques. And depending on the individual, some resonate better with that, but some resonate better with some than others. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's kind of what it is. No, very much so. You know, I had the opportunity the last little bit to sit down with a mindset coach. His name's David Galloway. And we went through like the, you know, rewiring of your subconscious and how you take things because your mind, it really does try and control you. So you're calm and relaxed and it doesn't necessarily you know when you get anxious it's it doesn't necessarily get into like fight or flight mode if you will right and sometimes that's where you make some of your worst choices so no doubt you're into modeling so for our listeners make sure you check my guy out 
at Tyshawn X Carter on Instagram for all his work. You can see all these pictures. You know, is this something that you always wanted to do or did you just kind of roll into it? Uh, it's something I've always been, it's been on the back of my mind. One thing I'll say about basketball is when you play basketball and you're serious about it, it takes up most of your life. So you don't get a chance to always venture into other things. So it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I want to try this. Let's go into it. Let's see what happens. And that's what modeling is for me. And it's fun. You know, you can tell you definitely have a good time doing it for sure. Uh, Tyshawn, where can everybody get in touch with you if they want to check out some of your stuff? So I have my Instagram at Tashawn X Carter. Um, and then I have my I have my YouTube page at Tashawn's World on YouTube. And then I also have my website, TashawnCarter.com, which I'm still in the process of redeveloping for some more, you know, public speaking stuff. I want to do more speaking. I want to get out there and, and speak to the youth. And I'm taking a course on, on facilitation right now for speaking. So it's like that's that's something that I'm really passionate. I love working with the youth and like in in-person kind of stuff too. Awesome. Well, listen, it's Big Brother Canada, nine winner, mental health ambassador and positive community like Tayshaun Carter Newman. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, my man. Well, firstly, I want to thank everyone that stuck around and listened to the Self-Care You podcast. It was a great episode with Tayshaun Carter Newman, you know, Big Brother superstar, you know, IG model, mental health advocate. And you can hear it in his voice. I really wanted to rewind and share this clip right here. Because I have a platform, I think it's really important for me to share the realities of life with people. We're in an age where social media can affect us in a positive way, but it can also affect us in a negative way. And I noticed with myself, I had my own struggles with social media. And there was times I found myself anxious or depressed because I didn't think my life was going on the path it needed to be. And I was scared about what would happen in the future. And I think I'm not an expert on mental health by any means, I'm not a counselor, but I do know that by sharing my struggles and sharing some of my strategies and coping and, and dealing with the struggles that I have, I think I'm, I'm empowering people. It's an amazing conversation and we're glad that he could be on the show for sure. You know, be sure to check us out on Instagram at selfcareu underscore level up or drop us a line at our email, selfcareupodcasts at gmail.com. We really appreciate everyone. This is Self Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with Deshaun Carter Newman. <laughs>